All right, all right, all right. Michael Gavin here, your mind mechanic. Tune up hearts and minds one at a time so your ideas don't die in your heart, your head, or your hard drive. This is your daily jump start. So today we're going to talk about what they, who's they, don't tell you about entrepreneurship and why you've either hit a plateau or you haven't made it that far. And so it's fascinating because in my life now, you know, I have had a you know, I, I've been doing these reels called Lessons Learned from Millions Made, Millions Lost, and Millions in the Making. And so in my life, I have generated a few million dollars, I think near $3 million now since I was 18 years old. I'm 35 uh, years old today, uh, with a lot of that made in a more condensed period of time. But uh, I've averaged over $100,000 in, in gross revenue uh, since really 2008. But um, quite a journey there from a from a kid in, in a small town, still living in the same small town, about 20,000 people here in the Midwest and having a paper out and having all sorts of like, I don't do this. And I had a candy machine business to kind of accidentally my way into a video production company. And, you know, being through the, being through the ropes there, you know, I had uh, some contractors, I had help, I had an employee, um, you know, and did so many different things. And, the what they don't tell you, especially in a lot of the online courses, online programs, is that there are so many moving parts that especially people now, I, the last job I ever had as an employee somewhere, I worked at a beer distributor as a breakage boy, I was called, and that was when I was like 17, 18 years old. So I've been self-employed, I've made my living, paid my bills, you know, all these things since I was about 18, 19 years old off my own you know, entrepreneurial skills. And, you know, it was interesting when I first started, I didn't know what I didn't know. And a lot of you don't know what you don't know. And that could be your advantage. And at times, the more information you have, the more you know, the more stuck you get, because it's not a matter of pick this or this now. It's a matter of I could do this, 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 this. And there's so many different things to do in so many ways you can do it. So many options that exist. And what You've got to realize what I've got to realize, what I've realized looking back is that <laughs> a lot of people selling things take for granted that where they may be today, that they may have seven employees and you know all these different things, that, that there's a lot of help. Now, some people get there without all the help. I know people have million dollars or got to a million dollars in revenue, and they didn't have that much help. Now, what I've really been studying, and I want to even get deeper on asking this, and I'd love to ask any of you, I mean, depending on where you're at and who you are and, you know, where you're at in your business, um, I want to dig into people who have, you know, either large followings online or are, are doing, um, you know, multi-hundred thousand dollars in revenue. But something I'm very obsessed with is the aspect of an introvert, an extrovert, and an ambivert. And it, look. Labels are labels. There's a lot more complication to that than that. Um, but what I find in my observation is that a lot of people who are building their business solely through online, online, whether it's you know solely through running ads and funnels and social media and, and posting content, creating content, growing it through you know consistently posting things where they grow an audience and they sell through that. Um, those people tend to, if they are not, um, having help tend to be what I would call a hybrid ambivert potentially, or an introvert. 
because the skills it takes. So I, I fall into the category of like pretty much full-blown extrovert. Now, when you think of cars, and I've brought this up before, like there are electric only, gas only, and there are hybrids. We are all, you are a hybrid, meaning you have the ability to, you're going to have gas and electric if that were the case. There, there's no humans whom don't have gas and electric, right? So everybody has introversion and extroversion. Just where do you fall on the spectrum? right? So a person who's a hybrid, and let me know in the comments, I'd love to know, or send me a message. What if, if you had to pick, are you a high blend of both? You genuinely really love, now I love to be alone, but by and large from a professional setting, if I'm going to spend my time doing something on a regular basis, I'd rather be in some kind of connection, conversation, or interaction with people. My wife's up right now, and by and large, every day, for as long as I've been married to her even, and as long as I've known her, which has been since 2006, but we've been married since 2016, she has like 1%, meaning if I talk and interact with people for, you know, 100 hours, you're lucky to find her outside of like, you know, me and maybe her mom or my, my parents or somebody, you know, like vocal interaction, auditory interaction, you're lucky if I do 100, she has one hour to that. And so there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying it's good, bad, or indifferent. It's, it's neutral. But simply when you're looking in what activities, what kind of business that you are trying to build and what it will take to build that, with what you're trying to build, where do you sit on that spectrum? I've had about 63 people-ish um, fill out a survey. And I would say about 80% of those people are generating over $80,000 or more in revenue. Like I had a range, do, do 50 to 80, 80 to this. And the majority of them do. Now, what's interesting out of everybody who's overall, I think almost all are doing over 50,000 of the people that filled it out, the majority are hybrids. I said, do you, you consider yourself a high blend of both, introvert or extrovert? So it was like 60% high blend of both. Then the next highest percentage, uh, interestingly, most of these people had offline like service-based businesses. The next highest percentage was extroverts. Now, remember, again, most of these people were service-based, connection. You're going to have to show up on site. You're going to have to talk to people. You're going to have to interact with people. That was the majority of these businesses. And 60% were high blends of both. The next, whatever gets us to like 80% to 85% were extroverts. And the next percentage were introverts. And what I'd love to see is people who have a really, uh, uh, like the majority of their business has been built all online. I bet you that would flip. There could be the, the, the hybrids as well, but I bet the introvert would take up a lot more because what I've seen is the people who run course businesses, online businesses are really great at building their social media. If they're not a high blend of both or an introvert, the extrovert needs the help. Because there's so much creation and what I call creation and isolation, meaning, um, you know, right now I can see that there's a few people listening. There's a few comments. There's a few uh, interactions. So I do these and record these live, even though we'll do other things with it that'll go on podcasts and YouTube. There's the interesting part, right? I can do this part. I can click the live button. I see a little interaction. I know somebody's listening and I can do my thing. As soon as this ends, everything it takes to make sure that this lives on beyond just Facebook Live and really nowhere else because there's nobody on my Zoom when I'm recording it, 
to make sure that it lives on beyond that, that it could go out in a newsletter, that it could snippets could be created for different social media platforms, that it can go on Instagram, it could go on Facebook, it or not Facebook, on YouTube, on podcasts, all those activities. I, I've been getting back into it for because a couple of years um, went by in the last few years, and I have not done any of those things over. I've recorded some Facebook lives here and there, but I just record it and I go on with my life. But I've really had a strong desire to make sure that this stuff can be consumed by more people. And there's people who are like, oh, it's a little hard to watch your 20-minute videos, you know, or hour-long videos on Facebook. You know, I don't always catch it live. Facebook's not a great platform for that. And so I want people to be able to consume it. I know the people who do, you know, get impacted. But it brings back deja vu of my video production company. My company took off when I stopped, well... When I stopped editing, but really editing for me was an endless procrastination, like endless, because I have a concept of force versus fun. And I think that too many people, we, we've got to recognize, we don't see others as they are, we see them as we are. And people who have no awareness will project everything onto you about them. And it usually has very little to do with you. So a person, if I'd be talking to, and, and, and remember, who has more belief, like you have to have more belief in your dreams than the people who have disbelief in your dreams, the people who tell you you can't do it the way that you want to do it, the thing that you're most excited about. Because if you're not talking to somebody who's just like you and you talk to a person who has a high level of conviction around the way they did things to succeed, then the problem that's going to happen is you may have somebody who's giving you advice, telling you to do something that they'll be very adamant that that is the way to do it. And without doing it that way, you're going to potentially struggle, fail. They're going to project their thoughts and limits onto you. And so I'm not a hybrid. I don't know where you sit. So depending on what kind of business you're trying to build, see some people are trying to build businesses that, you know, I've heard, oh, I'm an, you know, I'm really an introvert, but I've learned how to play an extrovert. Yeah, but to the degree that you still spend a lot of time having to interact it may be very draining and you may not really be enjoying it. it. doesn't mean you don't like people, but like people who are not either true hybrids or extroverts from all. And if you're an introvert, true, like you're like, yeah, I, I really lean all introvert. Then you likely outside of your closest friends and stuff. It's very draining to have long, you know, random conversations with random people. Like if you were trying to build a business and you're just having random and that's your thing you do the majority of the time. Versus your ability, I say, to create an isolation, your ability to get on the computer and do details. That's where social media and people playing that game at times, you know, they like editing. They like creating all this stuff on the computer. And for me, I used to just procrastinate, procrastinate on those things, which is why it never got done. And if I kept, you know, needing it to get done and I wouldn't do it, then it's a problem. You know, like you do work for people, you meet people, they're excited to work with you. And then maybe the interactions are great. The phone calls, the in-person's great. Maybe even for me, the shooting, like being on site and interacting and shooting was great. But when I had to go back and get that stuff organized, relook at that footage, edit that footage, find songs, music, all these things, you know, in the very early stages, I wouldn't say I hated it, but it didn't take long till I realized that I really would go continue to distract myself with everything but doing those things. Till the lady today, it got done when I was getting chewed out, like not all the time, but especially with weddings, 
I would put that off and put it off and put it off. And then definitely if somebody was complaining, then I would hunker down in the bunker and get it done. So, you know, I'm on mission to make sure like I want, there's a message that I'm sharing that I believe a lot of people like me, so who lean very heavy extrovert, if they do not have support and team and, and stuff around them, like think of a Gary Vaynerchuk. If any of you have heard of Gary Vaynerchuk, he pumps out content like it's going out of style. I think I just looked at his Instagram today, 9 million followers, like 7,000 posts, 7,000. I just do some simple fun math. 7,000, if he'd posted those all in one year, He'd be posting 20, it's not in one year, but he'd be posting 20 times a day. Now, without help, and he's, I just saw a video that I, I haven't looked at in a while, and I have a lot of respect for him, but I just saw a video. If you're on TikTok, you need to post them four times a day. Now, here's what I'm here to tell you. I've been exploring and experimenting again with some reels. If I only would choose one place, he's even a person telling you to post it on every, everything anyways, right? And saying, it's the four, right? For me to take three reels, or excuse me, for me to take one reel, I post it on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Facebook. Depending on the internet connection and everything else, that can take me anywhere from 15 minutes to 30 minutes once. So do that four times a day, just call it a half hour. That's two hours out of the day. That's just to post. And that's not even being hyper strategic about the posting, like maybe researching what should I maybe title this? Should I create a a graphic for it? Should I get what hashtags? Like there's so much more skills that you potentially need to learn so that it, it, it does something more than not be seen by anybody, right? And so if you're a solo person and you're super extroverted person and you're following somebody like him who, yes, by and large has a team Like he's being documented as he lives his life, as he speaks, as he interacts, as he's having meetings, all of it's being filmed. And then somebody else is going through and doing all that. So it's a lot easier to post 18 times a day on all these different platforms if if there's other people doing that. Now you can do little posts. I'm not saying that you can't do those things, but you've got to recognize what are you willing to do over the long haul? I just posted one today. If you're catching this live, you can check it out on Instagram or Facebook. And I went in and let me see here. It's the one, if you click on reels, it's, uh, there's one here where I'm like in this background and then I got this new setup and it's like a black background and I'm acting like right now I'm talking to somebody. Then when it's in the black background, I'm a different person. I have my glasses on and I kind of say a little something. That sucker took me almost an hour to like kind of, and it's not even anything fancy. It's barely 60 seconds. It's like three different clips. And like, just to put that thing together and post it everywhere was almost an hour. Here's the thing. There are things that you are not good at today that you don't like that you actually may love. You're viewing one right here. This was never on my radar. This was not something I desired to do. I wanted to do. I was passionate about. I'd have heart failure to talk in front of five people. And yet, having all the success I had in video, I got asked to start speaking and doing things. And, and, I, and I did it. I, I love helping people. So I did it, but I fell in love with it. And I wanted to get better. So 
action creates clarity. So right now, you can, you can create a six-figure business with simplicity. It's something I have to remind myself all the time. At times, I feel like a guinea pig, this experimenter, this scientist, because in coaching people, I don't like just hypotheticals. I like real-world experience for myself where I've done something, where I, I can embody something and know, hey, I study other people, I study myself, and I'm always going through life with an awareness to go, this is what happened. This is what worked. This is what didn't work. This is why I quit. This is why, you know, I stopped. And so there's this aspect that when I created that, okay, I did that one. I saw some other people. Doing, I, thought, I can do that. Like I see I, it's fun. I, I, I think it'd be worth trying. Right. And regardless of what kind of exposure it gets, even if that thing blew up now, who knows what will happen with it? It may not do much. It could blow up. I really have no idea. But I still ask myself, is that something I want to spend my time doing that I could see myself doing indefinitely? Because typically, it's the consistency in something that gets you the results. It's the continued reps that get you the results. I keep bringing up, and especially people I'm, I'm doing work with who are like fitness trainers and coaches, like you cannot work out for 24 hours, for one day, as intensely as possible. Take a break every couple, you know, every 30 minutes and keep working out and then not eat much food or just eat really healthy. That one day, it takes putting the reps day in and day out, day in and day out, consistently over time. And so we live in this instant world, but like, what are you willing to show up and do? See, this is something I can show up and do. I'm practicing right now. There's value in it regardless. Being more short, to the point, 60 seconds, right? to fit these reels because, oh, hey, reels are, they're getting a lot of, and they are, they're getting a lot of exposure relative to right now, this being seen and alive and the people who happen to show up, there'll be far less people that'll likely show up on this and listen and interact and comment than there will be, like total views might end up being 50. Whereas I'm putting reels up and they're getting 50 views in five minutes and then they're getting 500, 800, 1,000. And so I want things to reach people, but then I think, do I, because that's what people, I have to do this. I don't, you know, I want to, I want to have this business and I have to do this, but then they just don't like these things. It's like, but there isn't a have to do anything. See, I, what do you love? See, for me, I love connection with people. I am a connector. I am an interactor. I am a, I love to interview, coach, speak, but in connection with people. I do not overall enjoy creating an isolation. So a little bit, I haven't done it in a while. So I started doing it here recently. And like, I, some of them I can record, pulling this up, making a little snippet. I see value. That's fine, Andy. As soon as everything has to happen after that, let me show you something. Talk about giving a person anxiety. I showed somebody today this. You see that right now there's 40, 42 still in here. They all look almost identical. I recorded like 53 of these videos in roughly an hour and a half. Looking at that, like gives me anxiety. I'm like, Oh my God. You know what I mean? And I can take it day by day, one by one and whatever, but there's still like, trying to make sure I put it in different folders and organize so I can keep track of it. And which one did I already do? Did I already do this one? Like 
And so there's just a lot of excess time that my brain, the way I'm wired, Michael Gevin, not you, not Sally, Susie, Jack, George, or Joe, or anybody else, Michael Gevin, how are you wired? What are the trends? There's things we can change. And one of those things I'm saying is what you're seeing right now. This was not something that I did, wanted to do, loved, or was passionate about, but I'm doing it. And I have gotten better and better and better and better and better over time because I wanted to. So I didn't start as like, this is a dream. That'd be really cool to do, but I don't know. Can I do it? Being scared. I I didn't want to do it. And then I got asked to do it and I I fell in love and I wasn't great when I started, but I kept doing it. So there's those things that you've got to analyze. What is something you're doing right now where if you were given all the money in the world, you'd stop it in a heartbeat. You'd never keep doing it. You wouldn't keep learning it. You wouldn't keep getting better at it because it's something that you're only doing, only doing because you think you have to do it. What is that? And there's nuances here. When I'm not interacting with somebody, there's scenarios where, sure, there's things that maybe for the short term, but what are you likely to, I can do this. I can interact. I can get on interviews. There's so many things I can do that I've never gotten bored with. And I can see doing the rest of my life. But like the video I brought up, do I see myself making those? I know how to make it. It's not an incompetency issue. It's not a skills issue. It's a literally, I don't want to do it. I did it as, as, as like doing something again with a level of awareness and going, yep, I proved myself right. Like I don't do this and be like, yeah, but I could, I could get better and it can reach more. I don't want to reach people through that way. Even if I could, like, I won't do it. I don't, every, every second that I spend my, my time doing something that is not in my zone of genius and lights me up is time I can't get back. It's time you can't get back. And if it's something that sometimes what, yeah, the what got you here won't get you there, but at times what got you wherever is what you also continue doing at times. So you've got to find what works for you. There's so many, and I want to start shining a spotlight on more people like this. The problem with the internet right now is there are so many people with successful businesses that may utilize the internet, but not to the degree where you get to learn that they didn't, a lot of the people who are teachers with social media are teaching people how to do things a very specific way that works, but not for everybody. So depending on how you're wired, there's a lot of nuance because there's so many people with really successful businesses as coaches, as as speakers, as uh, videographers, designers, photographers, like many people. It doesn't mean they don't use the internet and they never do anything on the computer. That is not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, is that they're not teaching how they do what they do. So therefore, the only people teaching have very specific models. And it has been beat into the ground. The eight-week programs, the, you know, you go through this for eight weeks, there's training videos and training modules and done, and, and this is what you do. A lot of those people aren't even doing that anymore. It doesn't mean that they're bad teachers. It doesn't mean they can't help people either. But the people who are in the trenches doing the work, they own a video production company. They're doing video work with clients. They're taking photographs with clients and they don't have this influencer status. They don't have a hundred thousand followers on, you know, Instagram or Facebook or whatever. And they're just out there doing their thing and they're making, and you never know they exist. I have friends, I have people I'm coaching. A guy did over $500,000 last year. 
you would never know any of that because he's not online screaming it from the hills, letting everybody know, and then saying, here's how I did it. And you can buy my course so I can show you how. Like, it's not happening. They're just living their life, doing their thing. And there are tens, like, the more I lean in, there are tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people who have very successful businesses that you could not find by and large on the internet. So then people who are like those people don't have as many examples to know that what they're thinking they want to do is possible because then they get down rabbit holes because there's a very specific type of crowd on the internet teaching people very specific things. And some people will align and go, yeah, that's a great way. I can do that. And then there'll be a whole sector of people just like me. This is coming from me, guy who made millions of dollars, spent millions of dollars and had a lot of success in, 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 in entrepreneurship, traveled the world, did all these things. And then the thing I got called to do inside, something I can't explain, but has pulled me to do what I'm doing right now. You hearing my voice right now. A pull that I cannot explain. God, universe, I don't know. But something pushes me and pulls me into this direction rather than continue to run my video production company or other things. And when I seek to do, not because that was a passion up front, but after I started to do it, wanting to do it more and make my living doing this, I got dragged down so many paths. I don't regret any of it because I'm here today to be able to talk to you, the person who may be feeling like I felt, but I've been really good at getting knocked down and getting back up again so that as I go and experiment and step first into the fire, if you will, and then look at that and be able to explain it so that you can start doing things, testing things, and knowing if you did something that you aren't good at, but you like, there's something here. Like you're excited about it. Then let's keep exploring it, right? But if there's something you did and you feel forced to do it and there's no light at the end of the tunnel, meaning, yeah, maybe you're going to do it for three months up front. You're going to learn a little bit of it. You're going to do it because you don't have the money or nobody's willing to do it for free, whatever. And you're going to do it, but you know, I'm not going to do this forever. But if it's something that there's no, you're building something that there's no light at the end of that tunnel, then why build it? And I think that there's so much out there that is uh, not being seen, not being heard by people, because too many people being interviewed are all selling books, selling courses, selling programs. They're not the ones who go out and want to run the production company, right? Or be the actual just copywriter, not teaching other copywriters how to copyright, you know, not teaching other photographers how to photography, <laughs> teaching videographers how to do videography. Right? There's nothing wrong with that. But there's so much of that happening that so many people who want to do the craft, want to do the art and want to make their living doing that are not learning from people in the trenches who are living in and breathing it because those people don't want to have coaching and mentoring businesses. It doesn't mean they don't want to help people, but they want to do their craft. And they're not online screaming from the hills all day, every day, how in the ways that you can do that. The people doing it aren't doing it, and they're all selling you something on how to do it. And it doesn't mean it can't help, but there, there's an out-of-touchness that happens. The work I do to help people provide clarity, get unstuck, make the decision, know that there's other ways, see life in technicolor, see the gradients. As soon as somebody starts asking me about how to run a business, I'm not as confident in that as I am to provide you the clarity in what business for you. 
where you're like, I have 18 options. Let's get it down to two. Let's take action on the two and then go, I want the one. But right now you don't make any decision because you're in indecision and you feel so overwhelmed and so stuck and so confused, regardless if you're at the beginning stages of business or you're far along in business. So I'm looking to connect and partner with more people. That's why I was doing this. Like anybody know musicians and videographers and photographers and doing these polls with people because I want, once I provide you the clarity, you get the direction, you get the focus, the confidence, the self-esteem builds up and you have that great foundation. The truth of the matter is, maybe you be passed along to somebody. Who, if you decide I want to do real estate video, I got plenty of stuff to help you be confident when you talk to people. But like there's somebody else who's running a real estate video company or photography company that would be far better at teaching you what to do to have that be a successful business, right? There's better people who are artists, who are making a living as a musician, making a, a living doing, you know, commercial video work, whatever that is. And so that's something that I recognize that I did in video when I found my sweet spot. If, if somebody wanted something that didn't fit that or we didn't match for that. I referred it to somebody else because I stayed in my zone. What I knew I was excellent at, not okay, but excellent. The thing I wanted to then be excellent at. And that took a lot of experimentation. Anyways, God dang, God dang, God dang. What are we at in the comments here? Anybody, anybody got anything to say? Now pull this back up. I get so in the zone. Give some likes and love. Say hello. Ask me a question uh, if you have anything. Five to seven of you on here before I get off. Is there anything? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to look at this. I have the questions. Any thoughts, rebuttals? Yeah, buts. Do you feel like you are an introvert, an extrovert, or a high blend of both? And I do mean genuinely. Not, yeah, sometimes I like, like genuinely, you could be with people all day and interact and it energizes you and you love it. While simultaneously, you could sit alone in front of your computer for eight hours a day for two weeks and love that too, right? That, I mean, both equally. Like for me, I like my alone time, but the equalness, not, not there. Like I need some alone time every day, but by and large, I'd rather be in connection professionally than I would be sitting in front of my computer doing anything. Um, and then other people are vice versa. They don't really want to be talking to people all the time. They'd rather be just doing the work or doing some of the computer details, organization, creating, crafting, um, and vice versa. So I'm just curious there uh, And any questions, any thoughts. And if you have anything, let me know. And this is what I do. My man Felix here right now, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. God dang, God dang, God dang, God dang. Yeah, you know, and so, and I'm owning more and more every day that my sweet spot is the jump start. I'm a mind mechanic and I can come in and I can change the spark plugs for your mind. I can give you some gasoline. I can charge your battery. I can align your tires. I can put some new tires on. And I can jump your, jump your car. But like, that's my zone. You've been stuck for six months, not taking action, indecisive, confused, overwhelmed. I'll get you clear. I'll get you confident. I'll get you moving forward, right? And then what you do from there, well, I'll do my best to connect you with the right people because the people I've helped the most, that's what I've done. And what they end up doing and the actions they take, because by and large, typically it's not a how problem. You've probably bought so many courses, so many books and watched so many videos and read so many blog posts that, you know, you, you could you could fill a 900 page you know book with it right with all the information and knowledge that you have but you're not implementing you're not executing because you're paralyzed in inaction and indecision and confusion so once people get clear 
get confident, believe what's in their heart so it doesn't die in their hard drive, right? Or in their head or in their heart. We get clear on that. It's amazing how all the decisions you need to make, the things you need to do, the people in your life, they all just start falling into place. But if you can't make a decision and you're stuck, you're confused, you're lost, what do you do? Just stay circling around. Yeah, I would say on the hamster wheel, right? Let's get you off the hamster wheel. It sucks. Believe me. You, I, maybe you like it. I don't know. I know I don't like being on the hamster wheel. And I don't mean hamster wheel like doing something that I don't like, just being confused and, and stuck in the mud, spinning, feeling like I'm spinning out of control because I don't know what action to take. Because once I, I'm clear, I move. And it feels amazing. And it feels amazing to keep moving. It's great to take a break. Take it easy. I love the Netflix and chill, but not being indecisive where your brain's just muddling around and like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I should. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should. Maybe I shouldn't. So anyways. Imperfect action, baby. Uh, Way better than no action for sure. Absolutely. I think you just gave me clarity over what I'm sitting, setting out to do. Um, yeah. Hamster wheel motion without actual progress. Absolutely. Awesome. Tim Webster. I appreciate it. I'd love to know, you know, if if you, Tim or anybody else, like I see these things, I have no clue what I just said that gave you clarity. Right. So if if you have something you were stuck on and what gave you clarity, you know, I always say when I hear you, I can help you. That's my thing. You know, these types of pieces of content is like talking, you know, into the ethos and, you know, I'm speaking to one, but I'm still speaking to a whole bunch because I'm not specifically taking your thing. Um, But I love to be able to hear one person's thing and know what's going on with them. So anyways, rock and roll. I'm going to go on a walk, clear my mind, (laughs) my alone time. Uh, Anyways, it's, 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 it's great to experiment. It's great to explore. Um, And my wife and I recently ventured into the video production side of our business, we strictly, we strictly edited during the pandemic and now are expanding our services. It definitely can be easy to fall into the fog during this time. There's just so much out there that it can definitely be overwhelming. Yeah, you know, and you strictly went into editing probably because you couldn't shoot much, but I'd be curious to see where you, you two fall. You both feel like you're exactly the same. Usually, it seems like about eight out of 10 times people marry their opposite. You have values that are equal, but do you feel, Clayton, that you are a person who, like out of the two of you, are you hybrids? I think I already read your thing. You lean towards introversion. What about your wife, right? Does she, would she rather be out connecting with people, shooting, potentially doing that, or does she just love sitting in front of the computer editing as much as you do? Um, Just wait for that to pop up. Because a lot of times we marry our opposite because they have things that we don't have. I mean, people marry exact matches as well, where you're like identical in every way, shape and form. But a lot of times we're that polarization attracts, right? Positive and negative, not in the sense of the literal sense, but um, those differences attract and pull together. But you have to have similar values. Like those things are all important. But a lot of times, MJ, what's up? She's definitely more in the middle. Yep. She has business experience and knowledge that I lack. 
My passion is the, the crafting side of the business. See, that's awesome. And see, I think that's something that gets taken for granted as well. Sometimes there's these people that just so happen that, you know, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, from time to time, you're opposites. And you, you, you can take for granted that if you deleted one or the other, there'd be a whole bunch of skills that you now don't possess and things that were getting done that aren't getting done. So sometimes when it comes in marriage, it comes cheaper that if you've got to find that person and pay them $40,000 a year, because they're like free labor, <laughs> not fully, but you get my drift. Um, and so, you know, it's continuing to allow people to see that there's a lot of ways to run a business. There's a lot of ways to succeed. There's a lot of ways to complicate things and simplify things. And at times we see things in one way and we say, well, I have to do that. Do you have to, or is it the only way you know to? And there's plenty of things I don't know as I talk every day on here, but there's new things I learn and I don't need to be right. I'm not looking to be right. All right. When I work with people, I don't need to be right. I don't have an ego like, Hey, you got to do what I said. I don't, I don't typically do that. It's you to come to your own conclusions, but anyways, um, I appreciate you so much. Each and every single one of you appreciate the, your, your attention. I, uh, I hope that you find these helpful. Um, continuing to crank things out, but I'm, I'm really, uh, yeah, just playing more. Want to have more of the jump starts with people. If you need a jump start right now as well, uh, I'm doing something with my, what I call coaching your pocket. It's, uh, it's, it'll give you that, that <laughs> it'll give you that, uh, get unstuck, you know, get that pop, get that jump start, get you moving. I do it over the course of a couple of days via this app boxer, and then if you want to go on for a month or a year, you can do that. But I've, I've decided to have something um, that allows people to just get the one dose. And if they want to come back multiple times, it's better to do for a year, like my man Felix there, um, than it is to pop off here and there. It would cost you more money to pop off here and there. But some people, that's all they need right now is a little jump start, a little extra, little extra Gibbs juice. Um, because every day that you're stuck is every day, yes, you are losing money. I've seen that in my own life. Every day that I'm sitting in indecision mode, twiddling my thumb, you know, not, not doing the activities that I know can earn me money. Uh, you know, the reality is I'm losing, you know, every day. So, uh, yeah, Felix, you rock brother. I appreciate you, my man. So Clayton, if you need anything, let me know. Anybody else on here? I'll let you all go. I'm going to jet off. I appreciate you. Check out those reels. I am putting time into them. It's so funny. Cause I love depth. I really do. Um, and so trying to be a meme in video form or something <laughs> condensed, you know, my thoughts into 60 seconds. It's a good practice, but uh, I still love providing the context like this, the extra energy like this. There's just something special about it. There's just something special. There's something special about interacting with somebody versus people just consuming. Um, I think there's a power to books. There's a power to video. There's a power to recordings, but there's nothing quite like being able to actually interact with an individual. Um, and so uh, Tim, uh, on Instagram, if you follow me on Instagram, you can go there, but if you're on my wall, so go to where my wall is, you scroll down a little bit and right above like where my live is right now, there's a button that says reels. When you hit that, there's a whole bunch of, uh, videos there right now. And then they're appearing in people's feeds, but if they, if you don't see it, then it doesn't, you don't see it. <laughs> And then they're on Instagram right now um, and whatnot, but uh, been playing around with it. 
but I love, like I said, I love experimenting and testing and being a guinea pig, but I quickly, you know, uh, pivot, not because something isn't working, not because, oh, it's not getting enough views. It's not about that. It's an optimization. I'm always continuing to evolve and optimize. And it doesn't mean I'm, 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 I don't like life. I'm not happy. It's just, I just love it. It's the game of life. We're not going to, if we're just going to arrive at something and never, I mean, we're meant to grow. Everything in nature grows. And if it's not growing, it's dead. And so I think it's the stagnation that kills people. Now, next levels don't have to mean new cars and new houses even. Doesn't mean having to have five houses or millions of dollars even. It just simply means that you're always playing the game that you like to play and you're growing and you're evolving and you're watering your mind, right? Um, Because I think that's where people get bored. They just give up. And then they live a they live above ground dead. <laughs> so anyways, much love. Appreciate you. Definitely reach out to me. If you have any questions about coaching your pocket, you can also go to the mindmechanic.net slash Voxer. Send me a message. I'll give you a little interaction there and then uh, tell you how all else it works and uh, help you out. So I'm not scary. <laughs> anyways, rock and roll. This is your daily jumpstart. Michael Gavin, tune up hearts and minds one at a time. So your ideas don't die your heart, your head, or your hard drive. Take care.